T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. How did that happen? That's what we're all asking. Welcome in. Beamass and Beamer, Brian Azarowski, Joe Beamer here with you on WBEN. Ooh, that was a uh, that was a game. <laughs> that was uh, I mean, that was a, you know, again, here we are, losers. But, uh, you know, from if you were anyone not invested in that game watching it, I mean, that's like one of the craziest things you've ever seen. But see, that makes it worse because everyone's talking about, my gosh, the game of the year. Yeah, the game of the year because the Bills blew a 17-point lead. Yeah, I mean, they found a way to lose it multiple times. Right. And, and win it multiple times, but also then lose it again. I am so optimistic. Like, there was until that interception, there was not a point that I thought the Bills were going to lose that game. I mean, that's how optimistic. I was very— yeah. They even, fumbled it into their end zone. And, and lost the lead with, you know, seconds left. And I was like, oh, we'll get, they'll tie this up. They'll tie this up. Okay. But, um, yeah, I, I it's— uh. Rough game, like you said. If you're not a Bills fan, that is, oh my gosh, that'll be replayed. That'll be like the 13 seconds game. That will be replayed almost every night on the NFL Network this week. Well, uh, what are you feeling? <laughs> 803-0930 to join us this morning. 803-0930 on WBEN. I just, like, for me, it is the just, like, what you don't have to... It seems like the past few weeks they they've been running under this attitude that they just have to go go for it go for the gusto yeah. and like just get it in right away and I'm like screaming there the worst play of the game for me is that fourth and two interception the first interception it's like fourth and two and I'm there screaming at my TV just get the two yeah take it take <laughs> like it we could have walked the two you could have stretched his arm out and got the two. And it didn't happen, and so then it kind of fell apart from there. But it was unbelievable. Yeah, it, it was unbelievable. You told me something um, last uh, last show. You said the Bills have not scored a touchdown since the Kansas City game in the second half. Yeah, that's not good. No, that's that's going to allow want, teams to come yeah, back. You want to score some touchdowns in the second half. Yes. It's nice that they're scoring a bunch in the first half, but... Ideally, you carry that over. By the way, Buffalo Bills social media team. I've been ve- you know, I've been very complimentary of them this season. Don't tweet ball game until the ball game's over. Yeah, I didn't notice that until yeah. uh, you said something. Did they delete that? I don't. I just saw the screenshot so on. You Barstool. gotta leave it up. You gotta leave it up. Yeah. You, I mean, <laughs> you tweet that out. You gotta leave it up, and uh, it's gotta be out there. Anyway, a rough loss. Um, I don't. I mean, here's the conversation, Joe. That I. You don't know what's going on behind closed doors. Right. 
But here is what people are saying. You know, when I talk about the Bills with friends, with other people, uh, on the Trey White thing in particular, because he's not injured, according to the He's healthy. Yeah. Practicing in full. He's not on the injury report. If he was injured, they would have to put him on the injury report. He's just not playing. And uh, I think the reaction that a lot of people are having, it's not necessarily anger that he's not there but if he's not injured and not playing a lot of people are starting to be like how you know lightly are we taking the regular season you hear so often you know well you gotta be prepared you gotta rest him up for january you know that's what it's important to have him in january like at some point you have to kind of be like well you got to get to january first that's the thing yeah you know do they did they think okay the Jets I could see I could see sending him out last week his first yeah. week back, but you've seen video from practice right Sal says he's been practicing and I mean is it just oh it's the Vikings we're gonna save them like like that's the attitude that you don't want to have that's an okay and I don't know if that's the attitude or the reasoning but that is what it's the last thing people are starting to talk about is like oh well we'll rest him this game like that's from the outside looking in. You question if they are having that sort of attitude, and if they do, what's going on? Because if any team should know the motto, it's the NFL, didn't they learn that last season losing to Jacksonville? It's yeah. the NFL. You don't look past any team. <laughs> you don't know what's going to go on. Now they're third in the AFC East. Um, we're but- still in the playoffs. I tweeted yesterday, you know, in a huff and a puff. That uh, wow! I I hope we get the uh, Saturday night game on Wild Card Weekend because it, <laughs> it didn't look uh, from yesterday like we're getting that by in the first round of the playoffs. But you know, I do like I do like the positivity. And Joe DiBiase tweeted out after the game yesterday. Don't forget the Chiefs were five and four after nine games last season. Oh yeah, I mean it's so. And the division still in the driver's seat. You, you still s- have almost all the games left. Exactly. Um, four and two will probably win the AFC East with a good overall record as well. No, we'll see. Hopefully. It's positive vibes, but it's difficult to be positive. Uh, af- you know, that game, it was a loss, and it was also just a reminder of uh, how cold it can get. Yeah, so that was what I was going to ask you. You were there yesterday, and it looked – so I, I was doing work around the house, and like around 11 o'clock or so up in NT is when it started. And there's still – there's some flakes flying just a tiny bit outside right now. There were some on my car this morning. Um, ooh, yeah, I don't, don't like the look of that. But I I saw the flurries flying. I mean, it wasn't sticking on the ground, but I, I you look outside the window, it's like, oh, like, this is, it is snowing. Yeah. Like, there, there's no, like, oh, it's just a few flakes. Like, it was snowing yesterday. What was it like at the game? Yeah, I mean, it was, the, the, the it was spitting that snow, and you know, you know where my seats are, Brian, all the way there at the top, so you're getting all the wind. You're, it was cold. Let me just say, it was cold. I forgot to put on my extra layer, so I was at the game in a hoodie with a jersey over it and winter pants. It was cold. It it, it was cold, and that snow was, you know, for a while hitting you in the face. I didn't hate it, though, because I said, this is football weather against a dome team. Let's go. That's how I, that was my attitude when the snow started falling. Oh, okay. Uh, It didn't work out. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Not, I I don't think the weather, here's, here's a hot take. Uh-oh. The weather actually impacts everybody on the field, not just one team, depending on where they play. You know, but like I said, I try to be Mr. Optimist. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, so it was like a, har- a harsh reminder that oh, yeah. winter is on its way. It was one of those games where I got home, 
and it was right to a hot shower to yeah, thaw out. Trying to get nice and toasty. Yes. Uh, you, you loved getting into the car to try and get nice and toasty. And now that I have heated seats, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a like game you changer. said, it is a game changer after a game. So there was that yesterday, and you're like, oh, it's, you know, the winter weather, right? It's it's coming around. And then we talked to Aaron this morning. You know, it's 540. We're still trying to wake up a little bit. <laughs> and then he drops on us, oh, yeah, Lake Effect Snow event. Later this week into the weekend uh, could be a you know a multi-day event of lake effect snow, um, you know maybe up to a foot between Thursday night and Saturday afternoon in the hardest hit spots, and I just had to go wait. What? <laughs> I'm still trying to wake up here, Aaron. What are you What are you telling me? Lake effects? Are you ready for lake effect snow? So eight oh three oh nine thirty this morning is where we want to hear from people. Are you ready, and how do you get ready when you hear snow in the forecast? I feel like it's not too often where I'm in the mindset that I'm in right now, where I'm like, okay, we have three days until the snow. (laughs) You have time to prepare yourself and do the things you need to do to get ready for the snow. Normally, I'm the type of person that's just, it snows, and then it's like, okay, well, I guess it's snow weather now. What are we going to do about this? Yeah, you you get all your stuff together now. But you have the heads up, and you want the heads up that there might be, you know, Aaron said, get the snowblowers ready. There might be significant snow in the area. What does that look like for you in terms of getting ready? Are you ready for it right now mentally um, in any preparation you have to get? And if you're not, what does getting ready for the snow look like? I'm just thinking, Joe, like today, my number one thing to do. I still have, believe it or not, the – I'm sure you will believe it. My garage is basically untouched since we had everyone over to watch uh, the Chiefs game okay. a few weeks ago. <laughs> like it's, I, I didn't put up the table, you know, back up on the wall. You leave that screen down? Uh, the screen is still, you know, bungee corded up and, you know, stretched across the back wall of the garage. Like, it's, it's all still pretty much the same because I'm kind of thinking like, all right, you know, I'll, I'll use this a couple more times, uh, leave it there. Snow isn't imminent. And now I'm thinking, okay, today I've got to go – into the garage, do everything around, move the lawnmower to the back. Do I have to cut the lawn one more time before I do it? It's like a whole list of things that I'm thinking I got to do before the snow hits so that I'm not like scurrying in the snow. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's really just mentally because living in an apartment, I don't have to worry about getting off. I do have to get my patio furniture off the patio, which you know, might be a little late, but I got to get that off. So that's probably today's project. Um, but for me, you know, I look at this all in sports terms. Uh, yesterday was the first football game all season that I had to wear short, that I had to wear pants instead of shorts. So that's how I know the winter is here because there are no more games on the calendar where I'll be wearing shorts. <laughs> there you go. You, I, I will still see you in shorts. Oh, here. Yeah. Yeah, not at a game though. Now, I will come to work in, in shorts. Definitely. What's what's your shorts temperature? It see with uh with work when I well, I I should say when I know it's going to be a little warmer inside. Um 
there, there's nothing. Like if, it's, if, if I wake up late and shorts are the first thing I see, I'm throwing those on and coming to work. Like if you see me in gym shorts on a random Wednesday, that's because I woke up, I, my alarm did not get me, and I threw the first thing I saw on and came to work. 30 degrees out. Yeah, regardless. It's all about getting here on time. You can't. I would take the extra five seconds to find pants. Like that's the pants. Shorts anywhere under fifty degrees is like. Why? What are you doing? You wear shorts under fifty degrees on purpose. In Buffalo, yeah. I mean, forty-five to fifty. It's it's a. Can I open the door, step on the patio? Yeah, we can wear shorts today. Why? I, why not? We live in Buffalo. Because it's cold. Eh. Your legs are cold. You have pants. It's not like a um, – <laughs> I'm trying to think of uh, something else. It, you're not going out of your way but I'm, I'm not to s- just put pants on. But I'm not standing outside. And you'd be far outside, more comfortable. But I'm not outside in the shorts. But, like, your shorts are that much more comfortable than pants? Gym shorts with my gut? Yeah. Those are a lot more comfortable when I don't. When I don't like, have... you can get pants that eh. are not jeans. So, do you wear pants at the gym, or do you wear your gym clothes at the gym? You wear shorts at the gym, no, inside the gym. the gym. No, you put pants on over oh, it because no, it's cold see, outside. No, I wear I I put a hoodie on. Take that off when I get to the gym, but I'm yeah I'm not putting something on over. It's, I, I live in Western New York. It gets cold, right? And I know that when it gets cold, I I as a human, I always hated this. And I, I remember this in college. Like, people used to say this all the time in college. And it was always these downstate people. When the weather turned and they'd be wearing shorts outside, but like what's the going turned? up and down. When the, It turned to winter, to fall and winter. When it fell to 40 and lower. And people were wearing shorts outside. And they'd be like, oh, well, I'm from New York. Like, I can deal with that. I, you know, I don't need. Blah, blah. Like, no, you. You're a warm-blooded human being with the average internal temperature that we all should have. You get cold. People yeah. get cold. That's not my attitude, though. My attitude is I'm not going to be outside. Like, if I'm coming to – now, I will probably not wear shorts. I will see that – now. I will, I will have that attitude sometimes about a heavy winter jacket. And we do that with my son because you can't put, you know, the heavy coat on in the car seat. You're supposed to take it off, but so we'll put a lighter coat on, and you know if we're not going outside, yeah, we'll just be like he's fine in this. If we're going inside, we're taking him quickly. So that's good for your child to and from on the outside. But that's completely different than just wearing shorts around all day. Well, wearing around like like I said, if you see me in shorts here, it's because it's the first thing I saw, and I was running late for work. That would be the the extent of you seeing me in shorts before April, unless we get another 60-degree day. But if I'm just getting in the car and driving over to the gym, I'm not going to put pants on over my shorts. I'm going to put my shorts on. I'll be outside for less than a minute. You you just made it seem, though, you were talking that you would wear shorts in 40-degree weather. No, 45 to 50 is a question mark. You have to feel it. 45 to 50 can feel very warm, depending on the time of year and what the wind's doing. You have to step outside and feel it. So if the snow is flying, we're not going to see you in shorts. Unless I'm late for work or going to the gym. <laughs> yes. But you'll never see me like, I'm not going to, if I have to be outside for more than a minute, I will put pants on. But if it's something I'm doing inside, again, going to the gym, late for work, yeah, I'm going to throw the first thing I see on. That's just, 
I might be more organized. I am trying to get my life a little more organized. So maybe I'll have shorts at the other end of the closet. I was going to say, like, generally speaking, the first thing I see would not be shorts in the winter. But I have a pile of gym shorts that I just put in my gym bag. Again, if I'm in a, if I'm in a hurry running late, that's what you'll see. Okay. But I don't see a problem with, like, at night, I'm just walking around my apartment. I'm in shorts. I'm not going outside. Well, yeah, that's different but, then. In my opinion, it's the same thing. I'm going walking around wearing nothing inside your own home. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Once you get out in public, I feel like you know there's a. I, I again, if you're doing something that's going to be inside, I don't see the problem with shorts. I do see a problem with people just walking around. Like, come on, you, you know you're cold. What are you doing? But going to the gym, coming to work where I'm inside, and most of the time it's somewhat warm. Um, I don't see a problem with that. All right, so Joe's getting the pants out. Yeah. That's how he's preparing for the snow. Yes. Pants are out. Winter pants. Roundabout way of saying this. Winter pants got out yesterday uh, for the Bills game, and I forgot how comfortable they were. And again, good thing I put them on because I needed that warmth from the bottom because I forgot to put my other layer on under my hoodie. It's getting all that stuff ready. Know where the... Gloves, hats. Gloves are... Boots. Gloves, I probably buy... a Gloves and a winter hat, I usually end up buying a new one every single year. No, I have. I can't bin. figure out where my gloves are. I have a bin of scarves, hats, gloves. I have four pairs of gloves now, um, so I'm set. I'm set for the winter. Got that stuff out. A good time to get your Christmas stuff out. You know, honestly, a good time would have been for the outdoor stuff. A good time last would have been week. last week. Yeah, I'm kind of kicking myself for not doing it last week. But if you put your lights up, if they're up now and it starts snowing, you have to have your Christmas lights on. No, you don't. In the snow. No. Yeah, come on. It's not even it's Thanksgiving the hol- yet. It's, oh, stop with that. It's, it's not even Thanksgiving season. yet. Stop with that. Thanksgiving is part of the holiday season. Do you have Buffalo Bills lights for Christmas? Is that how you, how you decorate? Because that would be fine Ooh. to put them up. I did see especially those. Especially on a Sunday. I did see those at the Bill store yesterday. Oh, they have them? Yes. Yeah, might be something to think about. There you go. Might be something to think about. Keep now, those up till February. So for me, it's getting ready. It's finding the snow brush. No idea where that is every single year. I always I take it out of the car. and Why I, do you take it out of the car? Because I'm not just going to leave it in the car. See, mine is under my driver's seat, so I know. It's just ready there. to slip up and like hit the gas. And <laughs> No, it's, uh, it's before the, the bump, so it's not, you know, you don't slam I, on the, the I brakes. I don't like to, and this will, you know, when you see the inside of the car. There's enough junk in my car as it is from carrying my kid all around town that I don't need extra junk in the car with the snow brush. See, my thinking is you're just setting yourself up to not have the snow brush when you Oh, yeah, it. usually happens. First snow of the year, snow brush is never in the car. See, my snow brush, I, have, I actually have two now. I have one under the driver's seat and one in the trunk. I have to find that. I have to. Like this morning walking out, our deck – freezes over pretty fast. So there was salt. like ice. It's figured, do, do we have salt? What do we do with the salt? Do I not have salt anymore? I'm going to have to go get salt. Uh, stock up on the salt before there's none left in the store. Something like that. And then the snowblower, it's like this game of uh, musical chairs or something in the garage where it's like, all right, uh, the lawnmower goes back into the back, and you tuck that away, and then you have to move the snowblower up here, and does the snowblower have gas in it? 
Um, am I allowed to use this gas that's been sitting around in a can See, for? I, yeah, I don't understand that with the gas. People said like every month or so you have to empty it out and put new gas in. No. Well, that's what someone told me. I mean, no. again, I don't. It'll last for a while. You put some stabilizer in there. Okay, and there it should go. work. But like, for how long? I don't use that for as much as we talk about the snow. It doesn't snow that much because I don't go through that much gas in the snowblower. It doesn't snow that much when it accumulates enough that you would have to use a snowblower. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like it's not that big of a hassle year over year. Again, I live in the North Towns where. You don't have to deal with that. That's right. Most of the time. That's yeah. Most of the, last year ooh, was rough. But how do you deal with the snow? How are you preparing? It's coming at the end of the week, um, in a pretty significant way. So what are you doing? Eight oh three oh nine thirty. Beamaz and Beamer on WBen. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest five G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Yes, we are back. Brian Mazrowski, Joe Beamer. Uh, did you have to scrape your windshield this morning? No, no scraping of the windshield. There was just on the top of the car the slightest dusting of, of snow. So you know it's coming, uh, and it is coming. Eight oh three oh nine thirty to join us. How are you getting ready for the end of the week and the weekend where Aaron tells us a lake effect event is in store from Thursday evening to Saturday afternoon? Ooh. 10 or so inches in the heaviest hit spots. Lake effect snow, it's uh, coming back. So uh, what do you do to get ready for the winter? And tomorrow will be our first coating of snow up to an inch of accumulation. What? Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. Get ready for it. Mm. That'll be, that'll be if, if us talking about it's not the wake-up call, seeing actual snow yeah. accumulate tomorrow will be the wake-up call. I know. We'll see. We'll see. Um, I'm, <laughs> but, like, what do you do to get ready? 803-0930. On our text board... This morning, uh, someone's saying uh, they're putting the plastic on the windows today. I remember doing that in uh, we our bathroom before we got our windows replaced. The bathroom window was just drafty. And, you know, waking up early in the morning and having to go into the bathroom where it's, like, drafty yeah. when it's zero degrees outside is, like, the worst thing. It might have woken me up a little bit more, honestly. Yeah. But it was not something I wanted to deal with. 
and you know we got that replaced. But they added, my home is 90 years old. I have the windows with the ropes in the side. And I wonder with people, like I remember, you know, we had those, um, most of our windows, you know, those old original windows in our home when we moved in. And I just like don't, I remember somebody, I forget who it was, saying like, oh, you know, it's so cool that you have this. And that was one thing. And I love like a lot of the old stuff that's in our house, uh, like the finer details. But like, yeah, that's, I could do without that. Like I don't need like the old 100-year-old rope with a weight on it that keeps the window raised up when you want it to. Like I, I... New windows, please. Yeah, it's cool. It's I I I understand historically cool. I want something modern yeah. to hold my window up. Thank you very much. I'm not like halting demolition of the grain elevator in my own house. <laughs> like if if something needs to be replaced, yeah, I'm please replace it so that I'm not freezing my butt off in the morning. You know, a, another thing. You know, you look away from the house and look to the car. Uh, this is something I talked about with Lauren Fix on Friday. Um, Snow tires, Brian. I mean, there are people out there that might think they were going to get away a few more days with uh, their summer tires or their regular tires. Uh, now's probably the time to call your mechanic up or if you do it yourself. Tonight's probably the night to get those winter tires out. And, you know, get you ready. You do snow tires? I have all season. Because I, I have a sedan. So, But you've... Have you ever done snow tires? Yes, because my mechanic got me a, an awesome deal on it. And let me tell you, those tires were amazing. Um, but then I was told with a sedan, you don't really need those. So when those finally ran out after a few winters, I went to the no, all season. That's a new, never heard that before. What? Because it's a sedan, you don't need snow tires. It said that all season tires would, would work plenty uh, on this. That's what I was told. Aren't, aren't all tires all season tires pretty much? I think there's a different. I mean, I think for some cars, there's just regular tires. If you drive like a race car, yeah. Well, but like, <laughs> don't drive those. <laughs> but you know, like a Corvette, sure. But I, I feel like you know most tires. I've just never. I've never had snow tires, um, and I, I don't know. I I just don't feel like I. I the key is to not have bald tires in yes. the winter. You ever get stuck in the winter with bald tires? No, because you want to replace those bald tires. Well, I did. <laughs> when I was uh, in college, I was still l- delivering pizzas for Lenovo, and I had to make a delivery into the city and got stuck on the 198. There wasn't really that much snow, but my tires were worn down so much you could start seeing the rim. And I was trying to drive in the winter. That was the wake-up call. 19-year-old Joe Beamer, yeah. that was the wake-up call. Might want to pay attention to yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. <It's, laughs> that's You know, you stick the penny in there, and like if you could see... Abe Lincoln. I've, um, yeah, I've learned this lesson. You, Abe Lincoln came alive with how bald uh, your tires. Yeah, were. that was uh, that was on as one of the textures calls my former car, the PT Loser. Uh, that was- <laughs> I, you know, the PT Cruiser takes a lot of flack, but guess what? I still see him on the roads. Yeah, not mine. M- must not be that bad if they're uh, still chugging along. That's true. Right now, mine died at eighty six miles, eighty six hundred, eighty six thousand. Jeez, eighty six thousand miles. Eight oh three oh nine thirty on our text board. The winter tires. It's it's like you love them or you hate them with the winter tires. People swear by them if they have them, and then there's just you know, I what are you, what are you doing? Someone says uh, all weather tires much better in the snow than all season tires. I didn't know there was a difference. Um, all season, all weather, snow, performance, summer tires. I, like, again, I think if you're switching your tires four times a year, you're a little more into cars than the average person. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, like I, you better be taking your car out onto the track. It it was tough for me to remember winter tire, you know, snow tires. Like it was tough for me to go. Oh, that's right. I'm supposed to be getting different tires put on here. They're in storage. I got to call my mechanic to get these uh, get these on. The um, I, my thing with the winter tires is I remember I learned how to drive in the snow with you know not brand new tires but just normal regular tires on the car and I did just fine and so if I could do that in like a little Honda Civic yeah then I felt like I could probably survive with regular tires the rest of the way and it's got me fine now and then you know every car I've had since then has felt like a Sherman tank in the snow compared to you know what I've had before and especially from the Civic um, especially with this new car I have now I've you have to almost tell yourself to take it easy a little bit. But that's like the main thing with winter driving. I think as long as you know the limitations of your vehicle and the limitations of the conditions, yeah. I feel like you'll be just fine unless you're living in the hills. Right. Yes. Like I, that, Obviously, it's going to be different if you're living down there. Yeah, that is <laughs> – let me tell you, there are just certain times where I'm going to avoid hilly uh, roads uh, given the uh, conditions. But you're right. You have to know the limitations of your car. And I'll go back to another experience of mine, uh, 2009, driving to Toronto and not knowing the limitations of a Ford Explorer, Brian. And uh, thinking, you ever, you know when you, you do slip a little bit, but you regain control of the car? Well, when you think you've regained control of the car and you haven't, spells disaster. And that was my experience uh, driving up to Toronto on the QEW right outside of Hamilton and you know, slid a little bit, but was like, okay, I got control. We're fine. This, I didn't lose the car, and I gassed it just a little bit, and I had not regained control of the car, and it went right into a guardrail. <laughs> that was uh, that was really. I mean, talk about a wake up call. You would hope it. Comes How many before- wake up calls have you had, Joe? <laughs> Well, that <laughs> gone through two. <laughs> this was know the limitations of your car. The other one was this was this was also all in the same year, Brian. Um, know your tires, but that was okay. Don't gas it right after you started slipping on ice. That is, uh, yeah, that is the advice that I can pass. Those are two different, two different wake up calls. Okay. One is know the limitations of your car. The other is you can't drive on bald tires. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, on our text board this morning, uh, a lot of people on the winter tires, uh, pro or con, and it seems kind of split for the most part whether people I people swear by them people don't I mean obviously once you have them you're going to use them yeah <laughs> it's like yeah why wouldn't you but I I've never really needed or felt the need especially where I'm you know I, I live in the north towns we'll go to every once in a while I'm, I'm rarely driving all over the place I I don't really need the winter tires for myself personally no I mean I my wife is going to need new tires though I think. And we're not going to do winter tires on her car, I don't think, either. I'll see. Well, maybe you get all weather, now that I found out there's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> Just uh, pick and choose between two. The um, it's the winter tires, and then, like, this is my, once the snow starts flying, like today, it's car wash season for me. And, like, you can't slack on it. Getting all the salt and everything off the yes. bottom of the car, that's, like, the number one, like, all right, you have the membership every day. You're going through the car wash every, every time. Day. Every time there's snow on the so, ground, you wash it off so that you can get it off the bottom. Like, that's how you 
keep it clean. Or I need to learn this from you. This is this is something I need to change about my habits. Or there's the alternative and people who get their car sprayed and you know undercoated. And I have never done that. And I'm always thinking like, should that be me? Like, is it worth it the undercoating? On the car, especially given our, you know, Buffalo winters. Now, I, I've i talked about this before, and I think it's just as split as the winter tires, Brian, on how people feel about that. But so far, you've had good experiences just being able to wa- take it to the car wash. You've been able to save cars from salt damage. Well, I've only gone through, it's only been one winter in my new car. Oh, so. you didn't do this with your older cars? No. Oh, okay. No. No, I, once I had my older cars, like the damage was already started. Right. And then okay. it's just, you know, you, you kind of fall into that thing. But that's the thing. It's every single time you see the snow, you got to go through the car wash on the way home to wash it off and get rid of all the salt and all that other stuff on the roads. And then I see uh, people who have the undercoating swear by it. And I just always think, like, ah, isn't that going to, do I really need that? Is that going to you know change something with the car? I, I don't know. I'm always too nervous to get it done. Some of them like drill holes in your door too, which seems you know good to make sure no water kind of creeps in okay. there. But I don't know. I'm, I've just I've never been an undercoating person either. If you got undercoating, would you still pay for your car wash pass? No. And that's like the thing. Like then I'm gonna this wash what, my car. So way. this is the debate in your head. Yeah. Where do I spend the money? Do you wash the car? Which I always tell myself too. All right, this is for the winter. In the summer, I'll like end the membership. You just get a car wash every now and then, and you never end the membership. Oh, okay. It's just... like when we have all these conversations about TV. It's like, well, I'll just get. You're good about it. I could never be that person to be like, well, I'm just going to get Netflix for now. We're going to watch this show, and then we'll cancel it. No, because once I have it, it'll take me forever to I, pull the plug. I wish I was better. I, I had this conversation last week. I said we really need to. You know, we haven't watched HBO Max in a month, so I'm it's canceled until we need to watch it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and the thing is, I have family that also uses the thing. But hey, if I'm not using it, you can wait to watch your movie until I have to use it, <laughs> or you can get the membership yourself. I wonder how many people are stuck on a streaming service out of obligation to somebody else who's using their password. Out of obligation to a freeloader, you're keeping your service because somebody else is using it. I would just tell them, hey, I'm not using this. I mean, m- the ones that I've given my password out to, I it's all your thing. Like, I'm never going to cancel ESPN Plus because there's always something going on. I'm never going to cancel Paramount because they have the SpongeBob channel. Uh, so those are two things that I'll never get rid of. Everything else I cycle through. Wow. See, you'd be out of luck. Like, once soccer season ended, I would cancel Paramount, and you'd be texting me like, hey, I'm trying to watch SpongeBob SquarePants. What's (laughs) going on? I said that for comedic effect. There's other things on Paramount. (laughs) (laughs) Days of uh, the Restless. Young and the Restless. Okay. Days of the Restless as well. Yeah. Young and the Restless is on Paramount. Is that the crossover event? Now, there's, hey, Days of Our Lives is, you know, that got taken off network TV. So maybe they how need dare a, they? Maybe they need a crossover. That's only on Peacock now. Well, that's that's what's driving the. You need something to drive those subscriptions. That's what's that's doing true. it. That's true. <laughs> that's that's the numbers show, baby. But you know the, the 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 car washes should offer a winter membership. They would probably get a lot of people to bite on that. Oh yeah, the the, the Buffalo Winter membership. It's. But it sounds good, but they probably most people are probably like you, and they go, well, if you just give them a membership, they'll never cancel it. 
<laughs> yeah, that's probably true. But I could, if you uh, said to somebody, hey, don't worry about it. You're getting the membership. It runs from November to April, yep. and we will cancel it for you, so you don't have to worry about forgetting. But you're paying an extra, like five dollars a month or something like that. I bet you get a few people signing up for it. Right, and they cancel it for you in April, and they rebring it back in November. It's something that you had, you know. It's it's. Oh, there. that's even worse then, because then by. By next November, you might forget that you even had it. Yeah, that's but, <laughs> that's me with MLB.tv. Yeah. I buy the annual, and I forget, oh, yeah, the first week of spring training, this money's going to come out of my account. Like four straight years now, it's I've completely forgotten. Not that I'm going to cancel it. Those but. auto-renew things, that happens at the end of the year a lot, and they're, they always get more expensive year after year. Oh, of course, yeah. So in just the month of December is... You know, every other week, me looking at my account and saying, like, $70 on what? And then you kind of follow through, and it's like, what? I, oh, I forgot that I had to pay for this once a year. And wasn't this $10 when I signed up? The Amazon Prime. When I signed up for that, that was $70 a year annually. I, the bill this year, I think, is over $120. They got to pay for Thursday Night Football. <laughs> but, like, that is a significant jump, and yeah. things are not two days later anymore and i mean some of these prime things you order and it's like oh yeah sorry about that this will be uh here in like a week or so it's like whoa it's, it's not what i'm paying you for no you, you, hike, you hiked up the rate and you didn't get this to me in two days yeah i mean it's uh, two days or less i thought they were supposed to be getting quicker not a week the worst for me is doing like a trial like there was a trial of stars 299 for six months well, in two, I'm going to forget in six months. So then, yeah, so I never do it. Two ninety nine, two ninety nine, which was nice. We went through a lot of movies, and I was going to cancel it after the six month until our show Hightown came back, which I'm waiting for it to come back. Um, completely forgot this month. Ten ninety nine. Wow. <laughs> and you're like, wait a minute, what? That yeah, that's why I can never do those. I can never do those. You know, oh, free trial for, and then you know we'll start uh, billing you in a week or something like that. No, I I will forget. I'll end up getting billed. It's just never going to work well, out. You know, most people have to forget. That's why they offer it. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. How much They're, money have they made off someone that wanted to cancel it? So much, so much, and that's how they boost their numbers too. You know, whenever you see like, oh, oh we yeah. have this many subscribers, like how much of them, how many of them are on a free trial? Yep. Or holdovers that don't know they're no longer on a free trial. <laughs> uh, probably a pretty significant portion of that. On our text board this morning, um, on someone's saying get your car oiled instead of coating uh, under. I don't know if I've heard about oiled, um, like the undercoating, but there's a lot I don't know about the undercoating thing. That's why I just kind of go with the car wash. Like to me, it's just simple. The idea is you don't want the salt and all that stuff hitting the bottom of the car, so I'll just wash it off instead of trying to learn about oils, coating. Yeah, at yeah. least the washing, you know what it is. I drive it through this. Yeah. yeah, and it hopefully works. I've known people who, like, manually, like, no car wash or anything like that, just every time they get home, okay, you'll have, in the winter. Get the hose. Get the hose out, turn the water back on. And spray underneath the car, and that's how they do it. And I so bad want to be that person to do – you're not spending any money. You're just doing it yourself. But the thought of getting out of the car in the 15-degree weather, grabbing a hose, and getting down on my hands and knees and spraying the under – no, thank you. I guess yeah. you could put like a, uh, like a lawn uh, sprayer. You know what I'm talking Park about? Park over it? Yeah. Just like drive over it a few times. 
<laughs> have one of those things you just clear out. Like, ah, hope, hopefully I got it. You got to make sure you get your wheel wells too. Yeah. Oh, so maybe not. Yeah, it's a project. I don't. I used to do like the uh, the manual. You take it into the place. You put the quarters in. Oh and yeah. You get, you get the big hose, and I, I used to do that in the winter. But you see less of those places. Well, because it's tough in the winter to want to do it. Right. It's one thing to know you have to do it, but so often you'd be like, ah, you know, what's one time. I'm not going to do it this time. It's just too cold. And out. then your heat shield is laying on the 290 yeah. because of all the salt that got to it. <laughs> is, is that a, another wake-up call? No, that's just something oh. that happened to me. Well, that, I, knew, I knew I was mishandling the winter. That was not a wake-up call. Someone else said Rain-X on the windshield. I do like doing that. And yes. I, I will say I don't know if it actually works, but I feel like it does make it easier to scrape off stuff, certainly in the rain. Yeah. And like when you get that just like nuisance precipitation, but I, I do kind of think it helps when you're scraping off your windshield. I learned something on Friday, not a wake-up call. I learned something on Friday from Lauren Fix about the different kinds of um, windshield wiper fluid. I didn't realize there was one. The blue one's just the standard. If you want one that's going to melt, you got to get one of those other... The de-icer. Yes. So that is the project to empty out my windshield wiper fluid the next few days and put in the de-icer <laughs> Don't drive behind Joe the next few days. He's just going to drive with it constantly on. If you get And if you're behind him, you're just going to get it all uh, floating on you. That's right. So unless you have a dirty windshield, stay away. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, I'm not looking forward to the snow coming, I have to say. It, but we had a good run. We had a, uh, No one can complain. We had an awesome... Now, that good run also might have set us up because, as Aaron said, the lake is the warmest it's been on this day since we've been uh, taking the temperature of the lake. So we might be paying for it, but oh my gosh. I mean, till last Friday, shorts, short sleeves, it was warm. The AC was, was on awesome. in my car one day last week. What a, what a run we had. But we're going to pay for it now. But you know what? Let's enjoy it. All right. All right. <laughs> um, we'll be back here tomorrow. Maz and Beamer on WBEM. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 